0: Thank you for joining us for Working Through the Word, a ministry of the Richmond Church of Christ. Let's join our pulpit minister, Mike Johnson, as he brings today's lesson. As we think about the theme for the year, live the abundant life, it makes sense that this text would be the place that we begin. The Congressional Medal of Honor is awarded to members of the military who go above and beyond the call of duty. It awards those who put their own lives at risk in order to help and to save the lives of others in an extraordinary situation. We appreciate all of those who go to those lengths to help us in our lives to help our country, and to serve people. I want you to think with me today about the fact that as we begin our study of the abundant life, I want to recommend to you that the concept is to live the abundant life is to go above and beyond the call of duty. Will you notice with me in this text of John chapter 10, first of all, I want you to notice what Jesus says concerning this abundant life. He says, number one, it is available behind an open door. Look at verse number seven. Jesus says, I am the door. I am available. I open the way to the abundant life. There is not a person who has lived who cannot be exposed to this abundant life since the sacrifice of Jesus. It is available to every single one. If you are not living an abundant life, then you are not living the way that Jesus came for you to live. He wants us to enjoy this abundant life. And so He is the door to that life. And his door is opened to every single one. Notice again verse number 8. There are many of those, many other people, who are offering different doors to enter. Now you and I both know that there's a lot of competition to Jesus. There are people who say, now wait a minute, I think you should come this way. Or here is an idea, here is a thought, here is a way to live. There are many proposals of how to live in this world. And Jesus says about those, he calls them thieves and robbers. So while Jesus offers the open door to the abundant life, we all know that there's a lot of competition who people are saying, I think you ought to choose this way instead. Number three, look at verse 9. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Jesus says, I want you to come through the door because I have something to give you. When you walk through this door, when you get to the other side, Jesus says, I have something for you. I want you to come and get it. It reminds me of maybe standing over here and wanting a child to come. And you say, here, I have something for you. And then the child is willing to come to get whatever it is. Jesus said, I am the open door. You come to me, and I'm going to give you something. And not only will I give you something, salvation, but you will be able to take that with you wherever you go. You go in and out. Wherever you go, you will find pasture. You don't have to be in a certain place to have that salvation. Once you have it, he says you can find it with his people who also have it. But finally, look at Verse 10. He begins by saying, before announcing the abundant life, he says, guess what? Those others who are offering other ways instead of the abundant life, where Jesus said, I want you to come, I have something for you. These others say, I want you to come, and I'm going to take something from you. That's why he calls them thieves and robbers. So what Jesus is saying is, if you want to live the abundant life, you have to come and get what I have to give. The others are going to say, I want you to come here, but I'm going to take everything you have. And those are the two options. In the abundant life, I can either have what Jesus offers, or I can go this way and be taken from me everything that I have. You see, the abundant life is found behind the open door. Turn now, if you will, to Luke chapter 17. Jesus talks about these people, the the concept of the idea of an abundant life that has a call to duty. There is a call to duty to live the abundant life. Jesus, in talking about this abundant life, says, look at verse 7 of Luke chapter 17. To say that the abundant life is to go beyond, above and beyond the call of duty recognizes that there is first the call of duty. Notice the parable or the situation that Jesus describes starting in verse number 7. Which one of you, having a servant, plowing or tending sheep, will say to him when he's come in from the field, come at once and sit down to eat? Now, one of the problems we have in dealing with the concept of servants or slavery is that we see it from the vantage point of the history of our country. It's not what he's talking about here. When Jesus is talking about, when the Bible talks about servanthood and slavery, He's not talking about a situation where somebody went over here and grabbed somebody from their home and caused them in force to come work for them. He's talking about those indentured servants who have the exact same responsibility, you come and you work for me, but I'm going to pay off your debts. And so he's imagining, and he shows because they understood what he's talking about, the master, can you imagine a master who has a servant like that saying, You've finished all your work outside. Now come on in here and sit down and let me make you a meal and enjoy your food. And Jesus says, wait a minute. That's not how this works. In fact, he says, verse 8, but would he not rather say, prepare something for me. And when I have eaten, then you can eat. Isn't that the real thing that happens between masters and servants? Certainly it is. Why? because there is a duty. He has a duty to do. There is the call of duty. And so Jesus says he will do what he's supposed to do first. Look at verse 9. Do you think he's going to say, oh, by the way, thank you for doing the outside work? Is he going to say, I think you did a wonderful thing out there. Thank you. Let me praise you. Well, a good master might do that, but the concept of master and servant says, no, that's not how it works. There is a duty that must be done. And therefore, Jesus, in giving this scenario, in describing this situation, is saying, answer the call of duty. There is not the case that we can accept that we don't have to do anything. There is a call of duty. And so to live the abundant life, there is duty connected to it. There is responsibility. There are things that we certainly are called to do. And so to have the abundant life, we must begin by understanding that we have to answer the call of duty. But then I want you to notice particularly verse number 10. Now we come to the meat. Now we come to the point. What is it that Jesus is saying? If we are talking about above and beyond the call of duty, what is that? Well, listen to what Jesus says. Likewise you. When you have done all of these things, see, you've answered the call of duty. There is responsibility. There is that which is required. And once you have done all that is commanded, say, we are unprofitable servants. The attitude that matches above and beyond the call of duty is symbolized, stated in these words, we are unprofitable servants. What's Jesus saying? Number one, the attitude of above and beyond is the attitude that says, what I do in answering the call does not profit me. Now what does that mean? What it means is this, I cannot earn my salvation. I cannot by doing or answering the call of duty be able to pat myself on the back and say look how wonderful I am. Look how much good I have done. And have some kind of mentality that either makes me or others believe that God owes me something. God owes me nothing. And when I answer the call of duty, I am not profiting myself. That is, to say that now I am entitled to whatever it is I'm going to get. Number two, it means that I am not profitable to God. Now, wait a minute. How am I not profitable to God? Well, I think it's real simple. I think it means that when I am answering the call of duty, God doesn't need me to fulfill His will. His will is going to be done regardless of what I do or do not do. God doesn't need me. Oh, He wants me. He expects me. But He doesn't need me to accomplish His will in this world. I need to work for Him. I need to be on His team. But when I say in answering the call of duty, I am not profiting God, what I'm saying is, That I don't look at myself as God in need of me because I have so much to offer that God needs from me that He can't get somewhere else. Now granted, whatever we do is wonderful for the Lord. And however we work is exactly what God wants us to do. And we are benefiting the will of God. But God looks at us. And I should look at myself as an unprofitable servant. So I looked up this word, unprofitable. What does it mean? And how is it used? There are three times that this word is used in Scripture. And it helps me to understand, I think, what an unprofitable servant is. Matthew 25, verse 30. Jesus telling the story of the man who went off and he gave his talents three different servants. The man who had one talent, instead of doing as the others did, going out and making a profit, he took and buried his talent in the ground. The first thing I know about the actions of an unprofitable servant they don't do what they can do. Unprofitable servants just don't do what they can do. They just sort of sit there and do nothing. We have to be people who are willing to do what we can do. Romans chapter 3 and verse 12 After talking about the unrighteousness of the Jews and the Gentiles, he said they have all to become unrighteous. They have all gone aside and become unprofitable. To be unprofitable means that I have gone aside. I am not doing what I know I ought to do. I know what the right thing to do is and I just don't do it. Therefore, I am an unprofitable servant. Finally, when Onesimus the servant, the slave, ran away. In verse 11, Paul met him, converted him. And he wrote back to Philemon and he said, He was unprofitable to you, but now he's even more profitable. To be an unprofitable servant means that I do my own thing. Philemon decided he's gonna run away and do his own thing. If you're gonna live the abundant life, we have to go above and beyond the call of duty. Yes, we begin with the call of duty itself, but I have to go above and beyond, recognizing that I'm an unprofitable servant and what I do benefits not me personally. And God doesn't need me to accomplish His work. But I want to do my talents. And I want to do what I know I ought to do. And I want to do God's thing, not my thing. I hope this year we can enjoy the study of the abundant life. Now that we're sort of back together, it feels more abundant, doesn't it? Let's pray this continues. Today, if you're not a child of God, you haven't started the abundant life by going through the open door, will you not today decide, I'm ready? And all of us to decide that we're ready to live the abundant life. We hope you enjoyed today's broadcast brought to you by the Richmond Church of Christ. We are located at 1500 Lancaster Road in Richmond, Kentucky. We meet on Sunday mornings for Bible class at 9 a.m.,